Hey everyone, I'm Gracie and welcome to Grace of a Military Child podcast. The world should know how unique military children are. We may look like normal children on the outside, but we go through some pretty extraordinary circumstances that shape us to the leaders we are today. That is the sole purpose of this podcast, to share our stories to the world. Hi, Ashlyn. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So tell me a little bit about who served in the military, what branch, etc. So my dad is serving right now. He's in the Army. And then I also have my mom who served for a few years after college, but she's out. And then my stepdad is actually in the Navy. So... It's a, big wow. mil- it's a big military family. Yeah. So what branch did your mom serve in? She was also Army. Okay. So did your parents meet through the Army or? No, they actually met through college. Um, my mom did the ROTC program and I think my dad did the same. So they met through that. Wow. That's kind of crazy that you have like so many parents in the <laughs> military. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's never ending. do you have any um kind of aspirations to join the military after being a military child no literally when we were all like graduating high school because I was in a dog school um the department of defense and everyone's like oh military and some people weren't I was like no way (laughs) not happening I've seen too much no not for me Yes. So what was it like growing up as a military child then? Um, it was, it had its, it it had its good times and it had its bad times like normal, but overall it's, it's literally been so amazing. I feel like I would not be the person I am today without like growing up in that lifestyle. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's so many moves and so many like things thrown at you at a young age. So. Sure. And were you a military child since birth or? Yes. Yeah. So you only know military life. That is the only thing I know. I think the closest thing to like civilian life would be me in college right now. (laughs) And that really like, you're still like trying to figure it all out on your own. Yes. I'm like, this is not it. This is not how people act. I'm like, oh, no, that's just me. Cool. (laughs) What kind of um, experiences did you have as a military child that wouldn't have had as a civilian? Um, probably just like like moving so often. Like I feel like every military kid would say that, you know. But you just move so often that you get so used to saying like bye to people. But in the military world, it's so different because it's not really bye. Like it's the military community is so small where everyone kind of knows everyone so no matter where you go you kind of know someone and it's like the coolest thing ever that I feel like civilian like people wouldn't really like understand yeah I agree and there's so many depending on no matter where you go there's always someone who's like hey you were there oh I know someone there like do you know this Mm -hmm. person like there's always a connection in the military community yeah, and especially, like, today, like, like Instagram, you know how it shows, like, mutual people you follow. When yeah. I first moved to Germany, I found, like, like, there's people I knew from Korea that, like, like I saw you in the halls. Like, you go to the school. I'm like, 
uh, yeah. And then like they just <laughs> they followed people like that I knew from a different place and they met in like Belgium or something. Yeah. It's crazy, especially now with Instagram and social media, how more connected the military community is today than it was even for 10 sure. years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So where have you lived? Where was your favorite out of so, everywhere? So I was born in Colorado. And then at age of six, I moved to Hawaii for four years. And then we went to Korea for two and then came back to the States to Virginia for four and then Germany for two years for me. But my family stayed because my sister finished high school. So it's four years for them. But I came to Texas for college. But my favorite probably. It kind of like differs based on context. Like I say Virginia is my home because that's like where I started middle school, where I started high, like everything like started there. But then like Germany and like Korea, they're just so foreign that it was so cool where I'm like, this is amazing. So Yeah, it's a different world over there. For sure. And you kind of develop like cultural appreciation because there's so many different things like literally I'm here in Germany right now and there's no AC it doesn't exist here so (laughs) when I have AC I'm like oh my gosh thank the lord yeah and like now going to school in Texas you're like where's the AC (laughs) I yeah whenever the AC is on I'm like keep it on (laughs) please yes yeah we lived in um San Antonio for quite a few years and you actually know Alexis right I do that's where <laughs> Alexis and I met was in San Antonio oh and um we had been friends since probably fifth grade I'd say we wow. met in the fifth grade and then we lost contact for so long and through Instagram and stuff we finally got contact oh again God. and yeah it's crazy. Yeah, especially for like, because I've, I've had like my friends who aren't military tell me like, you're so good at communicating, like no matter what, you're going to like talk again and all that. And that like the same thing happened to me with like my friend finding me on Instagram. We were like best friends in like second and third grade. And, you know, we don't have iPods at that, t- at that time, <laughs> iPods or like it'd probably be like email or Skype, but we didn't yeah. keep in touch. And then I think like, high school she found my Instagram and she was like oh my gosh do you remember me like we were best friends like if you don't it's awkward yeah it's so hard to keep in touch with people especially let's see we met probably 2013 so that was less than 10 years ago and it's so hard to keep in contact with those people when it's like Okay, well, neither one of us really have phones right now. Yeah. We don't know how to type an email. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And that's when everything was so brand new. Like, we were trying to figure out Skype. We're like, Dad, Mom, do you have a Skype account? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so crazy. And now with technology, it's like you just type someone's name in and you can find their social media. And you're like, hey, remember me? It's like, wow, it's been like a decade. Like, I, yeah. 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 And it's so crazy. Like, we've never met before. This is our Mm -hmm. first time meeting. And it's like, 
we're able to have a conversation yeah, like we've we known already each have other this, for years like, connection or something yeah it's that military community that just no matter who you are where you are where you're from who you know you're like family no matter what yeah for sure like that's when I met Alexis the first night I met her was at our like it was uh this club thing called delight it was like a kickoff and she was one of the leaders and she was like saying hi to everyone. And she's like, Oh, you're military. I'm like, Yeah. Cause like, oh, I hate when people ask me where I'm from, but I don't know how to say <laughs> But I say Germany because it's the last place. But she was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm military. And I just went on from there. We were like, Me too. Me too. Yeah. You have all these experiences that you're like, Oh, did you like, I don't know. Did you live here? Did you go to school here? Did you like you just start asking these random questions and you start finding a connection? Yeah. And that's how small like the military community is. Like whenever you tell someone who's not military, it's just like I don't like I don't want to be rude. I'm like, you can't like understand it if you don't live in it because it's like, yeah, so hard to explain. It is. And even down to the littlest things of you know, someone is like, oh, you're moving? Okay, that's cool. Like, see you later. Like, and in the military community, we're like, okay, like, we're moving again. Like, this is normal. Where mm-hmm. a civilian maybe moves a couple times in their life while they're still living at home. And then, right. you know, is out on their own. So. Yeah, it's definitely very different. But I feel like it, like, matures us at a very young age. Because, like, we get it, we have to face all this, and we don't have a choice, like, like, if you're, like, born into it, or if your parent or sponsor goes into the military while you're, like, at a young age or something, you're, you don't really have a choice. Yeah, you don't, and you don't, it's not like you can say, hey, mom, hey, dad, you know, I'm done living the military child life, like, we're, we're just gonna end it here, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I remember my I think the hardest move was from Virginia to Germany and I was like begging my dad I was like I'll do anything to stay like just <laughs> let me stay and he's like you're passing up Germany and I was like yes yes I am <laughs> I was devastated yeah because you you know you how long were you in Virginia for I was there for four years and I like started like I said I started middle school started high school at yeah. that time I had my first like serious relationship and I was like I can't leave (laughs) so that's like a pivotal point in your life too where you're like okay I've been here long enough like this is home now like Mm -hmm. you said and then it's you have to pack up and you know Germany is so cool that it's like us who haven't lived in Germany or been to Germany we're like oh we wish we got to Germany (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's super cool but I feel like I just have, have to tiptoe around it sometimes with like other people because I'm like I don't want to sound spoiled or anything but it's like it kind of just happened but like you know when you live in a place for a long time you're kind of just like okay yeah it's so hard too as a military child not to sound spoiled or you know yeah. not to sound like an actual brat like you know we're called military <laughs> brats but it's like we so hard not to sound like an actual brat because we have all these experiences that we're like we just want to share like this is so yeah. cool but then yeah it just it, I don't know sometimes it makes I like I know it makes like me sound very spoiled and I am I am but I don't yeah. take it for granted like I my dad um is very he blesses me a lot so 
but it's just very hard sometimes like especially in college like I think one time I was in ethics or something I asked the I asked the question like a genuine question about we were talking about world poverty and I was like what if someone like in like foreign countries like I was in Greece and this kid came up to me and it looked like I had money like I had a sparkly purse I had an iPhone like all that stuff and I really didn't have money but I'm like I don't know what to do and then I'm like if I give this kid money all the other kids will come and I don't have it so I said what do I do and this girl behind me was just like we get it you travel like don't you tell us and I was like <laughs> it's a genuine question <laughs> I'm just trying to ask yeah I'm like I don't mean to be like like oh my gosh I'm here like that wasn't the yeah. um the point of it yeah and it's so hard to even ask those questions like genuinely and not sound you know like spoiled (laughs) like a brat like you know all these things it's so hard Mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of people like that don't understand this life they don't understand like not only the sacrifices like the soldiers or airmen or whoever's in the military what they make but like the kids and dependents also make this huge sacrifice that like like I said, they yeah. don't have a choice. Yeah. And we're like, you know, we are dependents. We're minors. It's not like we can say, hey, I'm going to move out. I'm going to go live in this, you know, this house while you go and do your own thing for the next two years. And then hopefully mm-hmm. you're going to get stationed back here again and we can like connect again. But yeah, you can't do that. No, there's no way like out, like really out of it unless you're like, good enough to go out and like adult on your own or like get your own place like yeah rely so much like everyone relies so much on their parents or whoever's taking care of them where you can't just be like I'm gonna find parents that aren't in the military and the <laughs> like you can't do that yeah and I know like they've uh previous people have said it on the podcast before and you know my parents have said the same thing uh And they are like, we try to like get, you know, beg our parents that we can move in with another family instead of changing duty station. We're like trying to stay and live with our friends instead. And it's like, no, you can't do that (laughs) unless they're going to adopt you. Like you cannot do that. No, it's it's not something you see in everyday life. (laughs) No. No, and it's that thing that civilians don't understand that it's like you're moving. Okay, cool. You're moving to Germany. That's super cool. But like, um, you're leaving. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? They just I don't think they see like all the emotions that we go through. Cause I like yeah. vividly remember my dad. Like it was like like three months before we actually moved where he found out where he's like, Hey, like we're going to Germany like that's cool and I was like oh okay and I like went to my room at the time called my boyfriend like bawled my eyes out I was like (laughs) I don't know what to do like I don't want to leave like they don't see that um they just see like wow you're going to a foreign country like that's so cool yeah and they're like you're not just going to visit like that's some people will get that confusion too of oh you're just gonna go visit in Germany for you know a little bit like a couple months and then you'll be back no I'm gonna go live there for a couple years and then maybe I'll be back yeah there's a very very big difference between vacation and moving yes so for sure 
a vacation, you don't pack up your whole house. <laughs> no, you, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going on like an extended vacation and you are very minimalist, then maybe, but otherwise, no. <laughs> no. And you just get so comfortable in a place where it's not like you have that vacation high where you're like, let's go to a castle this weekend. Like you're kind of like, yeah. oh, there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know you just get so comfortable like we had our senior pictures at a castle like down the road that sounds crazy oh, yeah. to say it's literally down the road but um our senior pictures were there and all of us are like all right cool let's just get this over with but like once I told my friend and her reaction was so like your senior pictures are at a castle like a castle I was like oh I was like yeah yeah they are I was like that's actually kind of cool yeah it you get so comfortable and it becomes so much of a part of your normal life that it's like oh I'm just gonna go you know living in Texas we went to the Alamo you know quite frequently we went to the river walk all the time so it was like okay we're just gonna go to the river walk grab some dinner and then we're gonna go back home and most people are like oh you're going to the river walk just for dinner you're going just to like (laughs) the go to the Alamo like haven't you been there and I'm like yeah I've been there but it's still cool and then at the point it becomes normal like it's kind of like a normal casual hangout spot at that point yeah it's so weird and I mean for us now we're living in South Florida so we have we're retired so we've been here for this will be seven years but we live here now and we have annual passes to Disney World so we are (laughs) there all the time Mm -hmm. Disney is just like a normal place for us and people are like how are you going to Disney so often? Like, You're literally it doesn't right make there, sense. Though. Yeah, and it's our normal. Mm-hmm. So you have to find those things. And then, like, going to a castle, that just becomes normal. And you're like, oh, it's another day at the castle. Like, do you really want to go to the castle? Yeah, again? <laughs> but it's kind of like if you think of, like, if you don't compare it to civilians, you compare it to, like, foreign people who live here. Like, yeah. they've literally grown up around it where – they think um, they think Disney World is the coolest place ever. Like, I just talked to a yeah. German yesterday, and he's like, I've always wanted to go to California and New York, and I've been there. And I'm like, hmm. But I'm like, I told him, I was like, those are amazing places. Like, they're really cool. Because he was so excited. Yeah. But then at the same point, we're like, we've been there. They're not, you know, yeah. that much of a spectacular place. Like, I did New York City. I was in Manhattan for a day. And I'm like, okay, I've been there once. You know, maybe <laughs> I'll go there again in my life. But it's like, I've been there once. Like, we're good. Yeah. And it's just like, it's such different, like, perspectives of the world where people get so excited over one thing where we think, like, foreign, like, people have, like, the coolest things ever. And we think, like, our stuff is whatever. It's not that cool. Yeah, like, uh, thinking about it, Germans always want to come to America to explore America. And we're like, I want to go to Germany and explore Germany. Like, I don't want to be in America. <laughs> like, Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of like it's the same so roles, weird. you know? Yes, for sure. It's weird talking to, like, you know, the foreigners wanting to experience American life, us wanting to experience a foreign life. And then even in the civilian versus military life. Like, we want to experience civilian life at one point, and then civilians want to experience military life, you know, 
a mm-hmm. good handful of them do, but you know, <laughs> they want to experience all the thing. good parts, like moving to different places. Yes. <laughs> They don't want to experience like those phone calls to your boyfriend saying, hey, I'm moving across the country or I'm moving yeah. overseas. Like, poor, poor dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he'd ever expect that. Hey, I'm moving to Germany. So see ya. <laughs> <laughs> poor dude. Yeah. It's so weird having to, you know, go through all of those emotions. I mm-hmm. say this all the time, but it was so true for literally three years. Um, So my dad, little kind of backstory, we lived in Ohio for, I lived there for nine years. I was born and raised there. My dad had a seven-year break in service, so we lived in Ohio at that time. And then he rejoined the Army, and he deployed to Afghanistan not too long after. And he stepped in an IED, so he was then having to go to Texas to go to, um, BAMC and do his recovery in San Antonio. And so then he retired and moved to Florida. So that's my military child life. I didn't move much, but you know, I still had like a lot. And after we moved to Texas, I was like, I want to go back to Ohio. Like, I don't want to move again. Like we're not moving. I'm going back home. (laughs) And then once that became the reality of we're living in Texas now, I didn't want to leave Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the coolest thing, though. It's like you hate leaving, but then once you get I there, know. Like, I love this place. Right? And so, like, the same thing happened moving to Florida, except it was, like, three years I hated my parents for moving us to Florida. I was like, can't <laughs> we just go back to Texas? Can't we go just go back to Texas? They almost sent me on a plane back to Texas by myself because <laughs> I just wanted to go back there so bad. It was hard for my, like teenager brain to wrap around that my friends had probably moved to because I hadn't Mm -hmm. kept in contact so it was like your friends probably moved it's all changed now and you know it's so hard to wrap your brain around that even like three years living in Texas like everything changes (laughs) that's how it is here like a lot of like a lot of us from high school went to college and um a lot of us actually came back because we had younger siblings siblings that uh graduated so I saw a few of like my old friends who haven't spoken to in like two years since high school but like it's definitely not the same it's like a little group and we're like like in high school we'd be like all right let's go here let's go here let's hang out but now it's kind of like I'm at home I'm just resting because there's not a lot to do because a lot of my friends are gone so yeah it's so different going back we even went back and visited Texas but like none of my friends were there anymore I did senior pictures in Texas. Another (laughs) thing you just, you know, as a military child, you're like, I want to go back to Texas and take my senior pictures, like, because that was, like, a cool place. And so we drove back to Texas, like, a 20-hour drive just (laughs) to take senior pictures. And it's, like, one of those things that, okay, you know, we drove past the house we lived in. We saw, like, maybe one or two people that were there. And Mm -hmm. then it's, like, nobody else is there. Yeah, like they're all gone now. So they moved different. on. You're kind of like, oh, this is kind of like, it's like an old place, but it's a new place at the same time. You're like, oh, yeah. this is how it was when we first moved here. Yeah, it's such that weird feeling of even walking around the PX and saying, oh, they even changed <laughs> this around. I don't know where this is. Yes, RBX is so different now. There's so many different things. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. 
even um, we went and I took pictures in front of the elementary school and middle school I went to in Texas. And it's like, oh, well, it looks the same, but, you know, guarantee you it's not the same. And Mm -hmm. it's that like feeling that, you know, you're so excited to be there. But at the same time, you're like, I don't belong here anymore. Yes. Or have you ever like gone back to visit old teachers? I I was so going to but when we went back to Texas it was that time where COVID started kicking in so it was literally March 14th we left for Texas and that was like national shutdown day almost so we left for Texas that day and so everything was shut down and I was like I just want to go see my teachers oh my gosh I have to go back and do that but for sure. Yeah. It's those things that, you know, I still keep in contact with my teachers. Like it's so weird <laughs> to say that, but no, I definitely still have keep like in- some teachers after high school. They're like, Oh, Facebook friend. I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm no longer your teacher anymore. I can be your friend. <laughs> yeah. <Different> yes. <laughs> and I am such like a, like, a school, like, my parents call me a nerd, like, on the daily. Like, I took nine credits of summer because I would have been bored oh with no classes. So, you know, I'm very much school. So I kept in contact with teachers. Like, I'm like, you know, I moved from Texas. And my sixth grade English teacher was like, here's my email. Keep in contact with me. Like, we're friends on Instagram now. It's Oh, my insane. gosh. Uh, I love that, though. It's yes. so great. Just like because they taught you, you know, you were they were a part of your life and like they could have impacted you in a way that like they would have never known. So oh, exactly. And especially in a military school, it's yes. so different, especially, you know, teaching styles have to change. You're constantly getting new kids in and out. And some of the kids are behind the curriculum you're teaching, some are ahead. So it's like, where do you find that happy medium? And you have mm-hmm. to be able to teach to these kids who maybe are having a hard time because they just moved. Yeah, and especially like like even just not being behind or ahead of the curriculum, like the all the stress and like emotions that they feel from like moving and everything they're going through, like they kind of have to like suppress that and like go to school and like pretend like, oh, I'm in a new school, it's fine, and just like continue. Like that's hard to do. It is. And a lot of kids are like oh, I'm moving, like, I need to go unpack, like, I need to start making new friends, like, school is at the very back of their mind that Mm -hmm. they don't even want to go to school, they don't want to try and learn, they don't want to do any of that. Mm -hmm. I always hated going to new schools, I'm very, like, quiet whenever I don't know people, so the first day of school was, it was rough, Um, I literally sat by my, no, we could leave campus, like, we can leave the school um, premise, and we lived on base, luckily. So I literally went home. I was like, I don't know anyone. I'm going to go home for lunch and come back. Yeah. So it was And really I mean, sad. that's like, it's sad, but it's, you know, to a point that's normal, mm-hmm. especially if you're able to leave school, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go home. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be around these people that I don't know. Yeah. So, but it gets better, I think, for a lot of, like, a lot of military people kids and people like in general who move to different schools they can say it gets better throughout um the years yeah you have to learn to be 
more open and you have to like how to be not shy and for some kids that's really hard to learn Mm -hmm. because I have a friend who she it's she she has social anxiety and it's hard like she's like go up and talk to them like do it it's fine you can do it like I'll be here like yeah if she moved to a new school it's it'd be rough like and that's a lot that's what a lot of kids like face whenever they move a lot yeah and you know as a military kid you can kind of get around that and you know break that shell that you have but then it's like to a point you don't want to make new friends because you know you're gonna be moving soon Mm -hmm. yeah like you just go through so many um different friend groups and so you're kind of like okay next friend group or like I'm moving so I try to keep in touch, but like, I'm going to make new friends. So it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard to say, hey, you know, I'm moving now. Maybe I'll see you down the road. It's uh, okay. I'm moving or you're moving. So goodbye. (laughs) Like, you know, maybe I'll see you down the road. But, you know, we're probably not going to be friends right now until who knows when. Mm -hmm. It's just. Finding people to understand that's really hard. And I feel like I've been really blessed with like like my friends in Virginia because I my friend group there is not military at all. But um I don't know. Luckily they they understand like, hey, you move a lot, but you always come back and visit. And I've had like two of them come and visit me one time. So like it oh, really that's t- so it really cool. touched my heart. Like I think like I told um, people I'm like oh my god they came and visited me and they're like oh okay I'm like they're not military though like they're literally like they just like, this is important I was like that never happens yeah and that's so hard to find that civilian group of people you know I've been living in Florida for seven years and I'm still trying to find friends who actually understand a military life mm-hmm. because they're like oh you move a lot and it's like no there's so much behind that more behind just moving there's you know like you said the emotions that go with it and how you're feeling leaving everything behind creating a whole new life mm-hmm. and it's not even like just the moving part like you have to grow up at such a young age and like you have to like like your parents get the like most likely will be deployed once or twice throughout your life yeah. as a military kid and that's like being like a four-year-old girl saying oh I'm not gonna see my dad for like a year like yeah what four-year-old thinks that's okay like it's so (laughs) I I'm a dance teacher and so I taught four-year-olds for a couple years and so it's like taking that and saying hey try and tell your four-year-old that your dad or your mom or you know even your sibling is going to be leaving for who knows how long and you know, I was nine when my dad deployed. So I was a little older and I had that, you know, it was constantly going through my mind of there's a chance he's not going to come back. There's a chance Mm -hmm. he's going to die over there. Like, you know, that all these things start going through my mind and it's like, how do you control that? Yeah. It's, I don't even know how like I even got through it. Cause like my dad deployed, uh, he deployed twice. So when I was like around four, that was the first time and that was rough. I actually caught my arm on fire. And uh, <laughs> yeah. My mom How did she, that happen? <laughs> that story 
my dad's deployed in Iraq and my mom's she's a nurse so she was asleep and my brother and sister were upstairs watching like Yu-Gi-Oh or something and I see before my dad goes like I see my and teach my brother like you know put your finger through the flame yeah, yeah I thought I was cooler um one of my <laughs> had really long hair and I wore a long sleeve so first of all not smart and then <laughs> I like I don't know what went through my mind. I feel psychotic at times, but I would light my shirt and blow it out because I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I guess one day it just caught my sleeve, caught my hair, and like went up. And I was dumb me. I was too scared to wake my mom up. I didn't want to get in trouble. So I went to my like six-year-old brother and he just took my shirt off and threw it in the tub. Didn't turn on the water. And... <laughs> yeah so but like almost burned the house down yeah that was a fun phone call my mom had to make to my dad while he was already having his stress yeah hey your daughter just like caught on fire so that's cool (laughs) but like don't see that again yeah it's like hard saying like your dad like I could have died he could have died like none of us were there like right it's so weird having you know, those experiences where you thought, you know, that was normal, like, to do. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, who does that? No, like, it just you would have told, like, a civilian that and nobody would understand. They'd be like, where was your dad? I'm like, no, he was, he was off fighting some more. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where he was. Like, he was in, you know, at four years old, it's like, my dad's gone. It's not concerned yeah. of where he is. No, it's just. He's not here. Don't know when he's coming back. But yeah. I think the harder one was when he deployed when we were, I think I was in middle school. Like my um, it was a weird, weird situation. But so my parents are divorced, but um they're both remarried. And my when we moved to Virginia, my dad actually got married to someone he met in Korea. So but she had to stay over there for some, I don't know, whatever reason. But so he deployed and he's like, who's going to take care of you? He's like, we can send you to Florida with your mom, but you have to switch schools. And like, no, we didn't want to do that. It was too much work. So he actually had a coworker and his wife move in with us for six months. Wow. Weirdest situation ever. And I'm like, you're, yeah. I, we met them and they're like, we're moving in in two weeks. We're like, oh, all right. Nice okay. to meet you. Cool. <laughs> with us. Yeah. So. It was weird, but they're they're the nicest people. But it was like if people were like, "Oh, go ask your dad, go ask your mom," I'm like, I can't. I have to ask my guardians. <laughs> like, yeah, <it> was <laughs> like so neither awkward. one of them are available right now. No, and it was the awkwardest thing to say. They're like, "Oh, what's your situation?" I'm like, my parents are not here, so yep. <laughs> And it's so hard at like a middle school age to try and, you know, you're trying to figure out who you are at that point and then not have either one of your parents there to, you know, help guide you through that. It's hard. It's, it's very hard. I really relied on like friends and like, honestly, watching TV, like, you know, those like cute TV shows that give you advice. And like, I really took those to heart. Like I really did. I was like, okay, this is how you be a good person. (laughs) like it's sad to say but I really did like take those like to heart and think about those because I was like like my mom wasn't there when I like had all those like life stages as a growing girl like if I did and my dad was there he was like I don't know what to do like (laughs) so it's so weird and you know 
you would rather, especially, you know, as a military child, you don't want to move schools. Like, sure, you might have wanted to go live with your mom, but there was no point in switching schools if you didn't have to. Yeah, especially for six months. Yeah. It would not be good. No, because then you'd have six months, you know, in, you know, some random school that you'd have to try and fit in at. And then you'd have, you know, you'd be right back in another school again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like you go through that cycle that you don't want to go through. And this time I had a choice, so chose not to go through it. So, yeah. And it's so hard to even make that decision yourself. Mm-hmm. I definitely know it, like, it didn't like really break my mom's heart, but it definitely hurt her, you know? Because it's like, wow, my kids like had the chance to come here, but they didn't take it. Yeah. So. And it's hard as, you know, from that standpoint of, you know, your parents weren't together anymore. They were divorced. So it's like, you know, you want, you'd think you'd take any chance you get to be with your parents. And Mm -hmm. you took that sacrifice of staying in the same school. Yeah. And I feel like it's just like grown on me a lot where I'm really used to it. Like not seeing my mom. Like I'm very, I'm still very close to her. Like I still talk to her a lot. But I've gotten so, like, like used to the fact that I won't see her, like, for a while. Like, it's been two years since I've seen her. So, like, but, like, it doesn't affect me at this point, which sounds really, like, sad to say, but it doesn't affect me. Yeah. So. And it's hard to even tell someone that who, you know, wouldn't understand. Like, mm-hmm. if... I were even to say, like, hey, I haven't seen my dad in a year because he's off fighting. Like, yeah. that sounds weird to say in general. I tell people that I didn't see either one of my parents for a month because my mom flew to San Antonio to take care of my dad that time. So I tell her, tell people that. And it's like, you had no parents for a month. Like, you were living with a mm-hmm. friend. Like, how how did it's you even so abnormal to say it is and people don't understand you know what sacrifices you know even a parent or a child anyone in a military family has to make to mm-hmm. make something happen yeah for sure and I've really seen that through like college because like you know everyone in Texas they say in te- like everyone's from Texas so yes <laughs> <laughs> but like every weekend or every like so often like I'm going home like I miss my parents going home and I'm like yeah I can't go home and it like at first it was very sad I was just like I have an aunt uncle who live like 30 minutes from where I go but it's not the same they're like oh like my it's my mom's birthday I'm gonna go home and see her and surprise her and I'm like dang I wish I could yeah and it's so weird you know being in college you're around more civilians and you know, you may have been in your entire life and it's like, how do I even fit in in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of just have to like go through the flow with them. And if you say you're military, some will be like very interested and all that. But like, like, you know how we were talking about earlier, like some will like kind of be like, okay, cool. Like you travel a lot. It's okay. Whatever. Right. Where you're like, like a stereotype. It is. And you don't know, you don't want to, like, kind of make people mad, but you don't want to, like, hide who you are at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to kind of pick and choose what to share to sound like a normal person, but to sound 
you know, sound true to yourself at the same time. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can't just, like, hide the experiences you've been through. Exactly. Like, what's the point? You know, you can, like, someone could talk about, like, oh, I went through this in Texas or something or in, like, Washington, whatever state. But then, yeah. like, if you lived out of country, you can be like, I went to some, like, this place in Korea. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you're trying to one-up me. And you're like, no, I'm really not trying to, like, like, yeah. it's just, it really I'm just to trying that, to share. So. Yeah. It's so weird trying to, you have to put a filter on yes. to say, hey, this is what's appropriate to share to make me sound like a decent person and not trying to one-up the next person or you know things like that Mm -hmm. but that's why it's so nice like meeting like other military like kids because they understand and they have this like different level of um like discipline and respect and all that that like it's just like you can you feel like you can really be yourself with them like how we just met like I literally told you so much about my life and I've never met you in my life (laughs) (laughs) I know this is all we have like this like zoom video call and it's like now we basically kind of know each other. Like, yeah, like we know so much about each other now. <laughs> yeah. And we like met through Alexis. Like, you know, it's just that military thing of, you know, I knew Alexis from San Antonio when we were both there and years ago. And then, you know, her from college. So it's yeah. like, you know, you make these friends and then you make these connections to outside people. And it's it's to a point. It's strange. It's like. Oh, it's super strange. We know each other. Definitely not like trying to downplay that. It's so strange. Yeah, (laughs) it's so strange, but it's like, oh, still cool at the (laughs) same time. Like, how do you how do you work through that? Mm -hmm. It's just it makes it feel like such a small world. I feel like we say that a lot in the military world. Yeah, such a small world because like it is. It's crazy. Yeah, it really is, and you know. So, like, my dad went to training with this guy, and they were together for maybe a month. And then he got hurt, and he went to Launchstuhl in Germany um, for about a week. And his wife is a military nurse. She was, like, working in the hospital. Um, She might not have been a nurse, but she was working (laughs) in the hospital. And so they were all stationed in Germany, and his wife came home and was like, I know this name. It sounds familiar. Like, do you recognize this name? He's like, oh, yeah, I went to training with him. And like, you know, they connected. Like my dad went to training with this guy for a month. And then the wife comes home and is like, um, he's in my hospital now. Like, <laughs> And like, you know, we hadn't met them at the time. Like the rest of us, I have a sister and my mom, you know, we hadn't met them. But my dad you know, just knowing the name come through, mm-hmm. you know, again, such a small world. <laughs> like, he was able to sit in the hospital in Germany with my dad when we couldn't. Like, we weren't able yeah. to. We were still in Ohio. So, like, you have family wherever you go. For sure. And they, everyone in the military community understands that, like, because they know what you go through. They're like, I will, like, like, um, like I'll take care of them for you. Like, I know you can't be exactly. here. Like, I'll take care of them. Don't worry. Like, it's just so crazy because in, like, civilian world, it's it's such, like, a big world. Like, like depending on where you are or something, like, everyone, like, doesn't know everyone. 
and if you find like someone in common you're like oh my gosh this is so cool like it's (laughs) it's so brand new yeah where it's like where when we're moving around as a military kid we're like automatically trying to find those things in common that we have with each other like where have you lived Mm -hmm. simple question where have you lived And you can't ask a civilian, where have you lived? Because most of the time they're going to say, I've been here my whole life. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, so where do we go from here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what's your favorite place? This one? Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) You've never been out of this state before? Okay. Like, (laughs) you know, you have to try and figure that out. And it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just so many things that you can, like, talk about with, like, another military kid. Like, there's this one time, oh, totally embarrassed myself, but it's fine. But I was walking on my campus and I saw this guy that had a lacrosse shirt. And I play lacrosse, so I was like, okay, cool. And in my brain, I'm like, all right, well, let's not say anything. I don't like talking to people when I walk around. Yeah. My brain thought differently. So I said, oh, I play <laughs> lacrosse. And I was like, oh, that's awkward. But he's like, yeah, I do. Um, and then it said, like, South County, which is in Virginia. I was like, South County? I'm like, Northern Virginia? He's like, yeah. And we just... It went on from there, like every single thing, like he's been to Korea, he has friends in Germany, like he's lived in Virginia. I'm like, I'm like my twin. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, it's like that. See, and if you wouldn't have asked that question, like, you know, you would have lost out on a friend. Like, and those are the things that we have to go through of, do we ask a question? Do we not? (laughs) Like, do we make it awkward? Do we make ourselves embarrassed? Like, do we do this? (laughs) Yeah, I learned to just literally laugh about it. I'm like, okay, it happened, it happened, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we could probably talk for, like, hours and hours. But... Um, I always end the podcast with how, um, what advice would you give to another military child? So what would you say? Um, I would say to, to always be true to yourself. Like we talked about in in this podcast, because like how we were talking about, like you have to kind of filter yourself, especially when like, like if you grow up in this lifestyle or you like tra- like transition into the civilian life, it's so different and you can't explain it like fully to like anyone that doesn't understand it. So, and if you try to, it sounds like you're trying to be like top dog and everything. So like always like remember like who you are, where you came from, because those like adversities and good times and everything that you went through, it's, it really has shaped you to the person that you are today. So. Just be true to yourself and don't forget who you are. Yeah. I think that's so important as a military child to remember who you are, stay true to yourself. And, you know, if someone doesn't accept you because of what you've been through and the experiences you have, then it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Like you probably like dodged the bullet at that point. So exactly. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation. I loved it. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into the Grace of a Military Child podcast. For more inspiring stories like these, be sure to review, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also find us on at Grace of a Military Child podcast on Instagram, and be sure to check out our YouTube page. If you are or know of a military child who would like to be featured on an episode of this podcast, DM us on Instagram. 
Be sure to tune in next week when we hear another inspiring story. Until then. Thank you.